From the remnants of Janus City comes a broadcast that will shake the Empire to its core. Rogue One Radio will discuss all things Star Wars and all things in the nerd culture in and out of the galaxy far, far away. Hello, folks. This is episode number 64 of Rogue One Radio. I am uh, one-third of your host team, uh, Steve, and with me right now is DJ. How's it going? What's up? How's Uh, everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you been? Fast and furious, but you know what? That's the only way to win the race, they say, so. Yeah. So uh, Nicole should be joining us here hopefully in a little bit. And we've got another surprise guest coming on a little bit later. Uh, starting off here, who do we got in the chat? We got uh, we got DJ, of course. Uh, we've got the Red 5 Network is in the house. Welcome. Uh, Cam Ray is in here with us. Welcome, Cam Ray. Good to see you. And Joker Voice. Joker Voice said, I was told by Lunar Girl that this is the place to be. And, and she is absolutely right. This is the place to be on a Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, um, yes. So tonight we are going to be talking about um, kind of our namesake movie. Mm-hmm. Um, December 16th, a couple days away, uh, is the fifth anniversary of the release of Rogue One. Uh, So we thought we'd uh, talk a little bit about that. So we'll be jumping into that actually pretty quick. We usually do a news segment, but we're not doing that tonight just because we've got, there's some other stuff going on tonight with uh, the Red 5 network that we want to uh, allow for time on that one. Uh, so speaking of which, we are a Red 5 Network podcast. There's a lot of really great podcasts out there. Uh, go check out the red5network.com uh, uh, on the web. And then they are also all over Twitter and Instagram. And uh, there are a lot of really great podcasts over there. If you haven't checked them out, uh, you really should. Yeah, there's one for everybody. Yeah, there's there's definitely uh, whatever your nerd fancy is there's something out there for you um so you can follow us uh, on twitter and instagram there's the link right there it's at rogue the number one radio you can find us there twitter instagram and uh come check us out follow us and talk to us and we'll engage Uh, And if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as always, squash that like button for us on this episode. You like us or hate us, you know, however, which way you want to work that. Oh, uh, we've got Nicole with us. Nicole, how's it going? Hey, you guys. I have to share something real quick uh, that I got this week. Okay. Just a real quick thing. It'll take 30 seconds once I open it up. Okay. We've just been going through our station identification stuff. Oh, what do we got ah. there? Well, I'm Nicole from Peace Love Star Wars showing you what I just got. So this is actually is that- Xene. Ashley, wow. Nice. I have to share. Okay, look, y'all. This is so cute. I love um, her. You, you got that from uh, her universe? Yes, I did. That's yes, I great. Did. That's great. I'm loving it. So, uh, yeah. well, so we got a few more additions to the chat room. Uh, Rural Farm Boy is in there with us. Always good to have hey, you in here, RFB. Uh, Kelly's with us. There's Lunar Girl right there. Ooh, hey, Kelly. And Chantel's with us, too. All right. I love so, this. Yeah, awesome. having, having some good stuff. So, yes. Um, yeah, so we uh, we just did our uh, our Red Five and our uh, social media plugs, um, and so uh, oh, we actually I, I did want to mention we do have a new uh, patron. Uh, just do some shout outs for our patron Woo! family. Um, 
We have, uh, of course, Dave Brown and Donald Solsky were our first two patrons. And now uh, included in our family of patrons is Kelly, a.k.a. Lunar Girl. So shout out Lunar Girl and uh, definitely appreciate the uh, support. And, and if you are not already supporting us on Patreon, uh, please do so. I'll, uh, I'll put the link to that in the uh, show notes. And uh, we really do appreciate your support. Help us uh, get to keep this thing moving. Later on, uh, after our Rogue One discussion, we are going to be announcing the winner of our Ghostbusters giveaway. So that's going to be Woo-hoo! great. I'm excited for that. Oh, and oh, Dragon Buddy, Lunar yeah. and Dragon Buddy. Lunar says Dragon oh, Buddy is a team Patreon. So I appreciate that, Dragon Buddy. And uh, giveaway. Yeah, no <laughs> I All am. right, so great stuff. So, um, so what's been going on uh, with you this week, uh, Nicole? Anything exciting? Um, preparing for Christmas. Um, getting ready for this podcast. Excited for Spider Man and Hawkeye. Like, I'm just like, well, what have I done since last week? Yeah, pretty much my same. It's my norm right now. So, yeah. Hawkeye's a pretty yeah. good show. I'm liking it. Yes, I'm, I'm. I'm surprised at how much I am liking it. Not one, not my favorite character, but I really do enjoy the show. You know, one quick side note. I know I, I don't want to do too many side notes tonight, but it's. I'm curious if Hawkeye will, if anything from Spider-Man No Way Home will connect with Hawkeye, but we'll see. We'll see. I doubt it, but you know, you never know. Don't get your head at me. Not when I, they're at this. You know that they're at this. They're in the same like time frame, right? Yeah. Not, yeah, they are. They are in the same time frame. We'll see. So Joker, uh, Joker voice wanted to uh, announce a milestone alert. The Salty Nerd podcast, which is another Red Five Network podcast, hit three thousand subscriptions today. All right, yesterday. That's so, awesome. Very Nerd cool. That awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, so, how about you, DJ? What What have you been up to this week? Oh man, uh, yeah, uh, Christmas is in full gear. Um, we have uh, lots of work going on at work, uh, so I've been doing that a lot. Um, end of the year stuff with the kids for band and choir and performances and things like that have just been non stop. Uh, schedule changes uh, have been absolutely nuts. Uh, it's crazy what they can get away with uh, at the school systems now. Uh, but, you know, that's all right. Um, you know, I did miss an episode, but I am back this time. So I am ready to go. Ready to go. We're ready to go. Hey, Dragon Buddy's in the chat with us now. So welcome, Dragon Buddy. Good to see you. Um, so my week has been, been a little interesting. Um, I actually took a trip up to Michigan uh, Western Michigan uh, last week. Uh, if you don't already know, the family is actually planning on relocating to that part of the country. Uh, so we were up there for some uh, just kind of scouting out the area and looking at land and looking at uh, houses and whatnot and getting uh, getting a feel for the area. Uh, and uh, uh, son-in-law was doing some job interviews up there. So I uh, had some fun there. Um, I got to say um, there. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the relocation uh, in a general sense. Um, I, I like the area. Uh, I like what I've seen. I mean, I've been there a couple of times because uh, my sister-in-law lives up there. But um, been there a couple of times, and, and I really like it. Um, got a little bit more feel for it uh, this week because we did a lot of driving around looking at stuff. And uh, I'm looking forward to it overall. Um you know we're gonna be we're gonna be really we're gonna be really close to the Chicago area, which is cool. That's it. That's the one um, right there. We're really looking forward to that. While I was there, I actually um, let me let me show you what I got. Uh, as as you folks know, I am a hockey fan. Uh, so hold that thought. I gotta take my headphones off. <laughs> All right. I'm definitely excited to have you up here because then that, that means I'm here. Scarecon and C2E2. Yes, oh man. Absolutely. See? Should have had that stuff ready. Okay. So yes, I am I'm a pretty big hockey fan. So I bought one of these. Uh why is it 
Why is it doing that? Okay, let me uh, let me figure out why my my camera is. Uh, I think I've got my background turned on. That's probably why. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. So I got this, and uh, I, I also got this. So don't don't hate me, but I am a hockey fan, so I like more than one team. <laughs> Okay, it's okay. Uh, the, the Blackhawks will be on top, of course. Thank um, you. Hold up. <laughs> that's funny. You uh, you sh you showed the Blackhawks pendant, and the the only thing that came to mind was uh, in Christmas Vacation when Clark is wearing the Blackhawks jersey. It has Griswold on the back. I, I, I want that jersey. jersey. I have a jersey. Uh, Does it say Griswold on the back? Uh, it doesn't, but I'm I'm gonna oh. get me one of those. Um, science fictionary is in the chat. Andrew, how's it going? Hey, Andrew. Um, awesome. Kelly says that when you move up there, when I visit my daughter, I'll have to meet up with you and the escape cod boys. Yes. Uh, don't forget about me. Well, obviously. Oh, I meant to. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, we're actually, um, that area is actually within a very reasonable driving distance of, uh, quite a few um, places I've wanted to visit. I, I also, in addition to being a hockey fan, I also am, I'll call it a casual baseball fan. Um, so I'm actually in oh, within a, a good yeah. driving distance of quite a few stadiums. Uh, yeah. Uh, Milwaukee, mm -hmm. um, Cleveland, of course the two Great. in Chicago, and then, uh, then the Tigers. But yeah, so I'm going to enjoy it. Um, one problem I, I'm going to have, um winter no i have no i used to live in alaska um oh. i'm not gonna have a problem with cold um i'm going to fast food tacos uh are you kidding me we have lots of tacos okay dude you my are, are they in the area where i will be at i I didn't. Other than I Daco, guess you're gonna be coming to visit me in Row and everybody in the Chicago land area, and we'll get you taken care of. Okay, but but keep in mind, and then this has been mentioned before. I don't like Taco Bell. No, no, this is not Taco Bell. I'm okay. talking authentic tacos. Okay, no onion, yeah. cilantro, lime, corn yeah. tortilla, mm -hmm. the real stuff. Yeah. Don't no taco. No Taco well, Bell is American taco take from red five says he's going to get he'll, he'll get me tacos so see thank yeah. you exactly now yeah. see we got your back we'll get you tacos yeah so but there, there were plenty of taco bells up there but i just i don't like taco no bell. not taco bell that's not a fan um you know another thing i noticed in that area is there really are a crap ton of burger kings <laughs> like there's a few down here but they're not like a plenty as they were up there. I was, it was like every other street had a Burger King on it. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? So it's cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we'll be up there uh, next summer. Really looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, so, so Andrew says, uh, you'll have to prove me wrong, but tacos are on the list of things I don't eat north of I-20. Well, okay. What? I don't know where I-20 is, but... It's okay. uh, it's an interstate that runs through um, Texas, uh, starts in El Paso, and goes ah, uh, gotcha. to ah. Dallas, and gotcha. um, yeah, down through the south, all the way to Florida. I think Rona can, like, probably sway him, though. Like, there's so much good Mexican cuisine and taco... Yeah. So DJ uh, Kelly says that she's missed you. Aw, that's so <laughs> sweet. Cool. We got all the warm and fuzzies happening now. Yeah. Okay, so um, we're not going to be doing any news today. We're we're kind of doing an abridged version of Rogue One Radio tonight. Uh, just get, uh, get things moving with with other Red Five stuff going on tonight. Uh, but don't fret. We do have some good stuff to talk about. We yes. are going to be talking about the, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we're going to be talking about the movie Rogue One, which uh, was released five years ago on uh, Thursday. 
Red Five yeah. on the five year, and it also features Scarab. Yes, and <laughs> as presented by Rogue One Radio. What? Um, <laughs> so, um, to help us out with this discussion, speaking of Chicago, we have an additional guest that's coming on with us. We have Scarf Scuttlebutt's own row. What's up, everybody? Talk Good to see some wonderful fuzzy. faces. Yeah, talk yeah. about warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Um, wow, it's been five years since uh, Rogue One came out. That's amazing. I love it. Yes, yes. it's crazy. Telling my son-in-law, yeah, it was mm -hmm. just five years ago that the best Star Wars movie ever came out. So, <laughs> is that your number one? It is my number one. Really? Yeah, it's my it's my number two. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, my, my number two is probably your number one. Right. Empire. Yeah. Empire. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I just. What's, I, yeah, what's up, I'm Joker? Really, really big fan. What's up, General Shinobi? I'll see you later. But I had to wear the uh, the uh, you know the beach shirt because we're talking yeah. about we're talking yeah. about scare. We're talking about Rogue One. The, the <laughs> sun is shining somewhere. Always. Absolutely. So we sunny and Yes. So uh, DJ, why don't you start us off with uh, a brief plot synopsis for those All that uh, right. for some reason have never seen that movie. <laughs> All yeah. right, so um, <laughs> we start off with a former scientist, Galen Urso, living on a farm with his wife and young daughter, Jen. Um, his uh, existence uh, is uh, is a happy time until the Empire comes calling. Um, we get a glimpse of a really cool shuttle that touches down and a uh, very ominous-looking set of uh death troopers make an appearance with a man dressed in all white who was revealed to be orson krennic one of the coolest guys around anyway so um yeah i have no love for the empire at all <laughs> <laughs> anyway so uh yeah krennic uh, implores um galen to come back and finish the work that he started um you know, uh, he doesn't really want to, but, you know, uh, he's he's a good soldier and is going to anyway because uh, Krennic gives him no choice in the matter. Um, Jin runs off and goes and hides, and then uh, Dad gets taken away, um, and uh, he resumes his work. Um, then uh, we see an ominous figure show up and uh, take the young girl... Uh, and uh, it's uh, revealed that this is Saw Gerrera. Um, flash forward uh, many years, um, the, uh, the things have progressed. Uh, we see a, uh, a new planet uh, at the time, five years ago, it was a new planet um, called Jetta. And uh, yeah. Um, Basically, uh, it seems that the uh, lead engineer, Galen Erso, has created the most powerful weapon in the galaxy, uh, which is revealed to be the Death Star. And uh, knowing that, uh, that her perhaps father... You've, perhaps you've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we have. <laughs> Before those that is no rules, blew no. it up twice. Um but yeah, uh, so uh, you know, knowing that uh, you know that Jin's father holds the key to its destruction, uh, Jin joins forces uh, with a spy, uh, Cassian, and uh, and his crew, uh, plus a smattering of other uh, resistance fighters, uh, to try to get the space station's plans uh, for the Rebel Alliance, so they can uh, try to stop all the good that the empire is doing in this uh, galaxy far far away um uh so yeah there's a uh, brief synopsis uh, without giving away the ending as well uh and they do go to scarif which is a lovely place to have a vacation it's always sunny in scarif and you might get to see some of the uh cool troopers that help keep the peace there on scarif <laughs> you're funny <laughs> Absolutely. 
All right. There, Tro- trooping, trooping on the beach is no laughing matter, Nicole. That oh, is true. Right. It's, uh, it is awkward to walk in sand while uh, in full armor. Great. Trust me, I know. <laughs> so, uh, as our guest, uh, I, I want to pose this question to you first, Row. What is your favorite thing about the film Rogue One? Wow, where do I start? So, you know, Rogue One... I've always said it on 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 Scarif on the podcast. Um, it, to me, it's a it seems like it's a love letter to Star Wars fans. The Rogue One seems to be um, like they found footage that was shot in 1977, you know, for the 77 release of Star Wars, and then put another movie together that uh, accompanies A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right down to to the the graininess of the film, to the sideburns of the uh, of the uh, Tie Fighter or the X Wing pilots, um, the look and the feel is absolutely one hundred percent loyal to to Star Wars: A New Hope, and I'm I'm so glad that this movie exists. Uh, brainchild of uh, one of the ILM, um, you know, giants. Uh, him and his brother uh, created Photoshop. Um, so uh, a little tidbit of information there. But, uh, you know, John Knoll uh, took that line in the opening crawl of, of Star Wars A New Hope and said, why don't we expand on this? Why don't this be, you know, this could be the, the first uh, standalone, uh, you know, Star Wars film. And uh, they hit it out of the park on the first try, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it is uh, massively, massively satisfying with a lot of surprises towards the end, I had no idea what I was going to find at the end there, and it butt up to A New Hope perfectly. You can watch those two movies back to back and not miss a beat. It is 100% uh, what uh, what's, what Star Wars represents, I think, in, in everything that it uh, portrays, and I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Can I say I love it one more time? I love it. I love it. How about you, Nicole? What's your favorite thing about Rogue One? I'm like, Ro, like, how can you just pick one thing? Mm, I no, agree. I'm very yeah. love all over the place. Um, again, I'm like, Ro, I love how they bridge from Rogue One to A New Hope. I love the fact going in, we also knew the sacrifices were that were going to be made. So I was kind of like emotionally prepared for that. Um, I, there is just something about about it that gives you more hope than that we already had before. I don't know how they did, but it was just like, in particular, characters just brought a new perspective to that and was able to show us, you know, what sacrifice looked like and, you know, and still believing in the force, even if they were sacrificing for their value. So, huh. What about you, DJ? Oh, man. Um, is it bad uh, that I want to echo everything that you guys have said? Not uh, at all. Echo the, it, baby. The, 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 just the way that something that was made just five years ago has mm-hmm. all the feels mm-hmm. emotionally. These characters that are in here, once I saw this movie, it's like it's, it's like already part of the family. And you just get that all that emotion... Uh, whether it's the music, which tied in wonderfully with uh, the John Williams uh, music, whether it's the new characters, uh, the comedy was right on par with uh, A New Hope. And uh, yeah, it's just everything that I would want it to be, it was and then some. Absolutely. Awesome. Just makes me wonder why they can't do that again. Just, yeah, but you know the 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 besides all that stuff, you know, there's some really great, um, you know, character moments in this. And one of the things that really surprises me, and actually, it's one of the things that I really am looking forward to for the Andor series, is obviously his character. Um, I love short troopers; they're they they look amazing. Um, but the fact that the Empire, or I'm sorry, the Rebellion, um, is a little on the gray side in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, 
Cassian Andor does something um, that is a little bit uh, on the gray side, very questionable when it comes to morality. He kills that, he shoots that guy in the hallway because he doesn't want to get caught. His mission is so important that we are, you know, thrust into this into this scenario where, wow, it's like you don't you don't see that in Star Wars, and yeah. the the rebels just kind of like flat out shot this mother. And um, that was that was kind of shocking. That was kind of shocking. And I think, you know, if we get a little bit more of that in the Andor series, I'll be happy because I love seeing, um, you know, that kind of like that gray area when it comes to, you know, uh, some of these characters. And obviously with Star Wars, we had the good guys over here, the bad guys over here. And, uh, you know, there was no grammar. Yeah. 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 I mean. My, if I had to pick one favorite thing about the movie, uh, it would be the characters. There are just some really amazing, fun, uh, relatable characters in this movie. And these are, I mean, I've said it on this podcast. I've said it on other podcasts before, but these are characters that ever since the first movie, I've wondered about. Mm-hmm. Who are these spies they're talking about? Right. Yeah. How come we never got their story? Well, in 2016, we got that story, and there are some really great characters. Uh, one of my probably, uh, if not my favorite, one of my all-time favorite Star Wars characters uh, showed up in this movie. Um, he originally, uh, the first time we saw him was in the Clone Wars series. Uh, and then we got him as a live action character. And I, I'm referring to Saw Gerrera. Absolutely. Uh, always been one of my favorite characters. And uh, Forrest Whitaker just did an amazing job. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Another one of those gray characters yeah. that we talked about. Just mm-hmm. yeah. uh, really great character. Um, I don't know. Just, you know, this kind of begins our discussion of the, uh, you know, the character discussion. So um, why don't we talk about some of some of our favorite characters? Um, how mm. about uh, how about you start off with us, uh, Nicole? Some just just uh, one of your favorite characters from the movie. Um, I'll start from the beginning. Galen. I love that by the I like it's like we have like a love-hate relationship with him, right? Like we love him, but then he abandons his daughter, right? But then there's this love-hate, and then in the end you find out when she says towards the end, this is what happened. This is what my dad did. You know what I mean? And she tells him that he had put something in the Death Star so it wouldn't fully work. And it's like, yes. You know what I mean? Like he finally did the right thing. But we didn't find out that he had done the right thing until the end, which was really nice. So I, kudos. And I do, I love this one quote that he says, which is, remember, whatever I do, I do it to protect you. And he told her that. And I loved that, you know, at the beginning, but then it's like, then he's like abandoning his daughter, like, come on, you know? And then that ending when she says that, and you know, it's like, yes, it's that, I don't know, that as an Avenger fan, you know what I mean? He avenged himself. Did any of you read the book Catalyst? Yes, I, I started to. I didn't finish it, but yeah, Brad tells me it's fantastic. It's a great bridge between the the films. Yeah, I, I, I've actually read it probably two or three times. Yeah, it's it's that really good. Means I have a recommendation on my plate. Well noted. It's pretty amazing, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really heavily focused on Galen and Lyra, mm-hmm. uh, and and Krennic for that matter. It's got a lot of Krennic in there too. Um, Saw Guerrero makes an appearance toward the end. Mm-hmm. Hectolorian's in the chat with us. Welcome. What up? Um, so if you, there's actually another um, tie-in book, um, Rebel Rising. That one I read too. If you, yeah, if you haven't checked that one out, that's another good recommendation. It takes place <laughs> kind of, <clears throat> kind of during the movie. It's like a, a during the time skip. Uh, it basically takes place right after Saw finds her in the the, the hole in the hole mm. until the time that you find her in that prison. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, that's a pretty amazing book too. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, the we we continue to mention Saw Gerrera, and I think he's one of my favorite characters in Star Wars because his story is so tragic. And since we know, you know, what motivated him to be so angry at, yeah. at you know the Republic and and later the Empire, um, we saw him, you know, go through the grief of losing his sister in the Clone Wars. And just ramping up that rage all throughout his journey to, you know, to really topple uh, the Empire in any way he could, with regardless of the collateral damage. And Rebel Rising has some really great scenes of um, of some of that uh, some of that damage that uh, that inflicted on on the Empire. And there's also a uh, a couple of Star Wars uh, comics from the Marvel run. Um, mm-hmm. that has some interesting stories with Saw and his, uh, his um, you know, band of, of rebels. And, uh, and speaking of rebels, the, the show Rebels has Saw Gerrera as well. Mm-hmm. And there are some amazing, amazing scenes between Saw and, um, what's her name from the Rebellion? I, I'm skipping on her name. Mon Mothma. Uh, Mon Mothma that yeah. are amazing. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't seen that arc, I mean, I, I, I urge you guys to check it out because Sagarera is a wonderful character portrayed uh, wonderfully um, uh, by the actor. Um, and I, I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. He's great. Um, I was going to say, there's, he's, he also shows up in the uh, Fallen Order video game. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I mean... I, I've set my uh, expectations low for Andor, not not for the show, uh, but in hopes that we'll see Saw Gerrera. I don't think we will, but it will be a very pleasant surprise if we do. Yeah. It's so tragic, too, that, you know, he spent his entire life, um, you know, chasing this, this whale uh, that was ended up being the Death Star, and... You know that's ultimately what uh, what did him in. Um, mm-hmm. Not everything, not every story in Star Wars ends in a happy ending, um, but it's it's just a wonderful story arc just to kind of uh, follow through. Joker ba- uh, voice made a really good point uh, that I completely forgot that uh, Bad Batch showed saw seeing the Republic turn Empire as uh, same thing right from the beginning. Yeah, um, I had forgotten that he was uh, he was at the beginning of that that uh, TV show. Um, yeah, give me all the saw. Um, well, how about you, DJ? Who's uh, who's one of your favorite characters? Well, since we're only going to go with one, uh, I'm not going to pick my obvious choice. We'll go with, of we'll go with more. You're not going to go with Krennic. Go with Krennic. I am, I am not going with Krennic. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cherit Mway. Very was nice. just a phenomenal character that explained more about the force in his short time in the movie mm-hmm. uh, than we got in a lot of the other movies combined. Yes. Uh, it was just so well done. Um, it's so believable. Uh, Donnie Yen did an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, as as this character, oh yes, uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, if I had to pick one of my favorites, uh, and he he has this uh, the one line that gets me every time and just makes me just laugh yes. is when they apprehend him and they put a bag on his head and he's like, "I'm blind." And, Are you and, kidding me? Are you I'm kidding blind. me? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just absolutely amazing. Uh, it delivered so well, and and then at the end when uh, he tries to uh, save the day in the most chariot way possible, uh, yeah. Um, and then you talk about relationships between uh, chariot and Baze. I mean, what what a friendship! Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'll skip over Krennic. He'd be my number the, two. Uh, but the uh, dynamic between those really... two actors was amazing. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. He was yeah. also one of my favorites in 
that I loved his spiritual how he how he was spiritual and yet and mm-hmm. lived it without pushing it on anybody. You know what I yeah. mean? And I yeah. loved that about him. And of course, I loved you know I am the force and the force is with me. And I'm like, ah, oh, can I love you forever? <laughs> like yeah. I loved him. Yes. I love the fact that he also because he is blind, he walked by his faith. He walked. You know what I mean? He did it, and he still believed. He believed in the force, and I. That is what I really love about Rogue One because he he brought that to this and mm-hmm. just it's a feeling you know what I mean we don't see the force right but yet no. we feel it it's what brings us all together and I feel like he really demonstrated that and I just oh, thank you uh, I'm gonna call you Diggory that's my nickname for you uh, <laughs> but for bringing him up because again he's my favorite I didn't know if we were gonna go one for five but he's just yes amazing. And uh, again, I love how he just really walk, talk, doesn't just talk it, he walks it. And yeah, then, I, I love kind of bouncing off that statement. I really love how this movie showed that the force really is for every, not just Jedi. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Really great. Uh, um, Ro, do you have any other favorites you want to talk about? Um, you know, I, I just enjoyed everybody. I, I enjoyed the cast. Um, and obviously Diego Luna uh, was yeah. great in, in it. I, I mentioned that I'm looking forward to the uh, Cassian Andor series. Um, but, I, you know, I, I loved all the little intricacies, all the little Easter eggs that were placed in, especially when they got to the Citadel Tower and they're looking through the the, mm-hmm. the yeah. Imperial records and you you hear all these names, um, you know, and it does come up later. Uh, so that's uh, that's really, really great. Um, and I know the movie got some flack uh, because it was, uh, you know, reworked uh, for the end, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, whatever they did um you know did uh, did marvel uh, marvels to it because it is really turned out really great um you know obviously i'm going to gush over the elephant in the room which is the last uh you know segment with darth vader in the hallway Gosh. that um <laughs> that was worth everything everything <laughs> everything to be able to see darth vader uh again after all these years, you know, he's the reason I fell in love with Star Wars to begin with, sitting in that darkened theater. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, you see him behind me here. Um, so he's a, he's one, he's my favorite character of all fiction, period. Not just Star yeah. Wars, everything. So he's, uh, you know, he's, he's up there. Uh, and to see him again, uh, you know, brought me back to, to being a seven year old kid in the theater. Um, and he kicked some ass, so I, I, I like seeing yeah. Vader kick, kick some ass like that. That, that was amazing. Uh, fun, yeah. fun story. The first time I watched that movie, and and, and that scene came through, I I spit up my drink. <laughs> I was in the middle of a drink, and I was just like, "Oh, what's going to happen here?" Oh, crap! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was just just I mean, plowing through those rebels, and it was just like, yeah. "Oh my god, this, that was not yeah. the best Star Wars scene ever." <laughs> I just um I just answered somebody's tweet. I think they were um a visual uh, artist on Rogue One and he had posted uh, an image of of Anakin in the tank with the tubes yeah. hanging on there. Yeah. Um one of the things that I think would have been really really cool is when Krennic goes and sees Vader um in his uh in his uh tower you know, you see the priest coming in and he tells Vader, somebody's here, you know, Krennic is here to see you. And you see, you see, the, you know, Vader, Anakin in the, in the back to tank and then the back to the fluid starts to go down and they cut away a few seconds before you reveal who the face is. I would, I think it would have been awesome if Hayden was in the back to tank and they yeah. cut away just as you see enough of Hayden. That would have made yeah. so much sense. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and um, not not only that, the 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 care and dedication that they went to uh, to to replicate uh, everything. 
the, well, the, the, <laughs> the, the ship. Uh, yeah. The Tantive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yes. I mean, and, and to see it, and then you know, and it pans back, and you see the chase oh, yeah. ongoing, and I'm like, the, you know, they didn't have to do that, but they did. Yeah. And yeah. It was just, I mean, it was absolutely, yeah. It, you know, it, Steve uh, spit up his drink. I think I stood up in the theater and it was like, what? <laughs> you know, and everyone's looking at me like, you know, this guy's crazy. I'm like, you don't understand how pivotal this is. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, the uh, the director, Gareth Edwards, did a uh, cameo in that scene. Do you guys know? Do you know yeah, who, it, I, who it was? Uh, didn't he do the... Uh... Well, he did one of the rebels, didn't he? Right. Um, he's the one that pulled the uh, the lockdown to 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 lock uh, the blast doors after. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, Joker voice has a, a question for us. Which hallway scene is uh, y'all's favorite? Uh, I gotta go with Vader. Yeah, I gotta go with Vader. Vader. Yeah. Yep. Vader. No contest. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lunar Girl says it's Luke. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. That you, you'll notice that there's imperial artifacts uh, uh, behind most of us here. So we're gonna we're gonna stand by okay. our Vader uh, comment. I got books, and they're all. <laughs> I got a Vader shirt. See, hey, I got Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one of uh, one so, of the other unsung characters, uh, and. Uh, that I thought they did an amazing job with uh, was Tarkin. Oh yes, yes. yes. Yeah. To, How can to, you forget to see just the personality of you know you have Krennic that has developed this weapon uh, and he thinks it's his and to have you know and he show he's showing it off. And then uh, Tarkin's like, yeah, all right, well, that's mine now. Uh, you know, you can you can go. And just to get that. That's brutal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, we and, need a statement, not a manifesto. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. did they, they did such a wonderful job recreating him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he might yeah. have was a little too bright, I think, if they would have dulled him down just a little bit. Uh, but uh, still one wonderful attempt. Great, uh, oh, yeah. great results. You know, there's that one shot where we first see the back of him. You can kind of see a little reflection on the Death Star mm -hmm. uh, window. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he starts to turn around to interact with Krennic. And, you know, my filmmaking brain, my production brain uh, was expecting a cut to Krennic and over the shoulder of Tarkin. But Krennic kept going. He kept on acting. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was losing my mind. I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I Loved was, it. I was glad so, that the family gave the approval to honor Peter Cushing this way because yeah. they did get permission to, yeah. to use his face. So they did all the legal stuff that was necessary. But I love that they didn't just switch it out. You know, I'm glad that they, they were on. Right. They honored. So I do feel that like we do we do need to mention the character that everybody in the chat keeps bringing up, uh, which eventually we were going to bring him up anyway. But uh, mm -hmm. let's let's talk about the uh, the droid, our favorite droid, K two S O. Wonderfully voiced by uh, Alan Tudyk. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, great character. You know, the first time we see him, he's he's knocking Jen Urso on her butt. And uh, he just, he's as much a part of this team as any of them. He grows on us. That's oh, what he Congratulations. Is. You have been freed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, yeah. Great character. Great actor uh, doing the, uh, doing the voice. Um, you know, yeah. just, just so much about him. You know, we, we see him, uh, like I said, he's just, just as much a part of that team as any of the human characters and um probably one of my favorite droids in the entire series i i agree your favorite droid overall or just in this series overall wow oh, yeah. oh okay in this series. i was not expecting that 
yeah he's he's pretty amazing he's he's got he's got this attitude mm -hmm. and uh you know he's he's got these quips that he makes you know like uh he's just one of the one of the funny ones when he's when he's talking about uh um you know when they're talking about being sucked into the vacuum of space i won't i can survive <laughs> in space <laughs> <laughs> uh and then that sacrifice at the end yeah. you know, he's he's uh he's got just as much life in him as uh as any of these any of these rebels and and he's putting his his you know he's putting his life on the line to make sure the job gets done um as everybody did you know there were a lot of sacrifices in this movie mm -hmm. um and you know, going back to uh, Roe was talking about the ending. I think the ending was perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think I would have changed. I it it uh, tied everything very very well. Yeah, it uh, wrapped it up really well. You saw, you saw what you saw. I mean, I guess the movie's five years old. Leia was there. Mm -hmm. uh, the plans were there. Uh, Vader was you know left holding the bag. Um, it's it's great. That's great. We got, we got C-3PO and R2-D2 there. At, yeah. Uh, yeah. Battle of Scarif. The, probably one of my favorite, you know, battles, space battles uh, in general. You know, I, I, I love the, the battle on Hoth, but Scarif, something about Scarif is like really special. Um, mm -hmm. And I, on that note, I'm going to take off and uh, do some prep work for uh, the show over at the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. All right. But I, I love you guys. Keep up the good work and may the force be with you. Thanks for joining us, Ro. All right, man. Take care. We'll see you guys there. Yeah, um, uh, it looks like Adam just joined the chat with us as well. So, uh, Adam, good to have you. And uh, we're just having some fun talk about, uh, Rogue about One. the characters of Rogue One. Um, so another another character that you know one of the one of the main characters in the film. Um, that actually kind of had to grow on me was, uh, was actually Jen Erso. Um, she was, I did like her, you know, the first time I saw the movie and, and, you know, saw it first couple times in the theater, I did like her. She, she wasn't what I would say, you know, one of my favorite characters, but I did like her, uh, mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, the way that she really grew on me and I, and became in subsequent viewings became, you know, one of my favorite characters of the movie uh, was after I read uh, the aforementioned Rebel Rising, uh, mm -hmm. because that that book is all about her and Saw. I mean, there's there's other characters, side characters, but that that is Saw and Jen all mm -hmm. all over. And so, just to see how she got from point A to point B, uh, mm -hmm. just you know, you just you got a feel for her. And what she went through, and and uh, you know how she got to this point, and then just got to the point where she was, you know, trying to be non-political, and then got mm -hmm. sucked, sucked in again, mm -hmm. and uh, and then ultimately, you know, gave her life for the rebellion, mm -hmm. and and for the you know for the galaxy as a whole. So so Jen Urso, you can't can't have a character discussion without her. Yes, that's true. I, I enjoyed Jen as well. She's she's actually my number two um, out of Rogue One. I liked her. She's she's a good, strong uh, woman, female, you know, uh, character. And I really liked that, that we had this really strong woman. And again, kind of like me, don't want to politics, but, you know, we keep getting sucked in. And eventually we just we do the right thing. We join the rebellion and. You know, she really followed her instincts, her guts in the long run. She, you know, she didn't have to, but she did the right thing. And I loved that about her. Yeah. Definitely. I think one of the reasons why it took me a, a while, and I guess because when they're doing the, the hype for the film, and which came out after Force Awakens, there were yeah. so many people that are like, oh, this is going to be Ray's mom. This is going to be Ray's mom. And I was like, ah, mm -hmm. I, I don't, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. And there was just so much that was there. Too uh, much. And, and I thought they had a great ending to the movie. And mm -hmm. 
one of my, my one of the things that I always do is when uh, when something happens. In fact, I even told my uh, my kid about uh, Spider Man because uh, <laughs> she hasn't even seen the she doesn't want to see the trailer. She doesn't want any information. She just wants to go enjoy it firsthand. I'm like, oh, you didn't see the trailer? Oh, well, you know, this is the last of the Spider Man movies. Everyone dies in it, and uh, that's just my thing. You know, anytime that, you know, uh, well, don't give it away. Oh, all right. I won't give it away, but everybody dies at the end. So it's okay. And just, and you know, here it is here. We have a movie where just everybody dies at the end, but yeah. it was so meaningful uh, in the way that they did it. Um, it. It took a while for the character to grow on me, but, uh, but she did. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely up there in my top of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I want to share a uh, a meme. One of one of my favorite memes from uh, that time period, or maybe a little bit after that time period. Um, let me let me see if I can actually get it to show up. Uh, let's see, share screen. There we go. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, yes. I remember being in the theater and going. I, I the second time I was with a, a friend, uh, well, family member, and I had said, "Now this is the real Suicide Squad." <laughs> you got that yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was a fun meme. Um, so, um, we did a quick poll earlier this today on, uh, on our Twitter uh, and asked our, uh, our followers and, and whoever else wanted to get involved, who their favorite character was the mo- uh, from the movie was. And uh, our responses we, were all, all over. So I'm curious. Yeah, to- yeah, we did get a lot of responses. Yeah. There, there was one character who <laughs> stood out among many uh, and and before we before we went to the live stream, I was telling DJ I don't I don't know if this person should count, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and, oh. and, and say that the overwhelmingly the favorite character was Darth Vader. <laughs> now, if we take that character out of the equation, okay, um, the favorite uh, was Jyn Erso. Uh-huh. Really? So, but we did we did get a lot oh. of uh, we did get votes from a lot of different characters, and she mm-hmm. just happened to be the one we got more multiples of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see any votes for Saw Guerrero, so I'm a little disappointed in you folks out there. <laughs> um, um, what, what, so so Kelly's talking about she's talking about popcorn. Oh, don't don't tell. Uh, yeah, we won't get into that. Yay! We like. I'll be getting some popcorn shortly here too for for as we go through the night. Yeah, and stuff. So, um, my number what? one. I want, I want to know what what are your guys's number ones? Your personals, because my personal DJ mentioned earlier, and that was how do you say Charette? Chur, chur, how do you say Chur- it properly? Charette. 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 That's that was my number one. What was, real quick before we go any further? What were what your guys's personal number ones? My number one is Saw. If I if I had to be tied down and and forced to uh, pick one, uh, yeah, Krennic. I, Krennic. Director Krennic, yeah. It just so much depth in the character. I mean, uh, yes, he's a bad guy, but he had so <laughs> much, so much depth to him, and was played so well. Uh, the actor that played him, and I think I did away with. Yeah, uh, I don't have the cast list up, uh, so I can't remember who played him. Uh, but help oh, you, me out you're talking chat. about you talking about uh, Ben Mendelsohn? Uh, no, he played uh, Galen Erso. No, Ben Mendelsohn played Krennic. Oh, did it Galen Erso was played by Mars Mickelson. Oh, yeah. okay, very similar name then. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, th- yeah, there was just so much depth to that character. Yes, he was bad, but, uh, you know, he came, to, he, you know, he forced Galen uh, into doing it. Uh, and, 
you know, was set to have, you know, everything just handed to him. He thought he did the best job ever only to have the rug swept out from underneath him Mm -hmm. and to try to redeem himself and stop, you know, uh, stop the plans. And, you know, it's just, yeah. Uh, very well thought out character. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my favorites. Very good. Very good. Um, I think it's just, uh, it's, it's one of those films, like you don't see this type of film come along very often where all of the main characters die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the main characters of this movie, nobody lives. Like, where else are you going to see a movie like that? I can't really, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Not yeah. Suicide Squad, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, most, people, most people all lived. But yeah, so <laughs> definitely a, a Suicide Squad. So uh, we have one more thing that we need to take care of before we uh, close things up for tonight. Um, a couple of weeks Ooh. ago, we had a uh, contest when we did our Ghostbusters uh, <laughs> okay, oh Dragon Buddy. Dragon Buddy tells us because good is dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, when we did our Ghostbusters episode, uh, we had a giveaway, and Nicole is showing you the awesome prizes that you're going to get. Ooh. Plus Ooh. some Rogue One stickers. Plus some Rogue One stickers, yes, absolutely. Um, so, um, we had a lot of entries. We did. Um, and this was, uh, this was a rough one because there were so many entries. So, um, ultimately we did have a winner and I am about to announce the winner of the Ghostbusters giveaway. I can't wait to see who it is because I don't it, know. I already know. <laughs> yeah. And I had to hold it in for a whole hour. And over an hour. It's hard for you, we know. Luna Girl. Luna Girl. Congratulations. She even had her fingers crossed. There you go. So congratulations, Kelly. You have won the Ghostbusters giveaway. Um, I I already have your your address because I sent you some stickers about a month ago. Um, but you're about to get some more stickers, and uh, you will uh, be getting some cool Ghostbusters swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. Congratulations, Kelly. <laughs> so uh, Joker Voice says he had a great time chatting with y'all. Got a scoot to grab some sleep. I work tonight. Uh, Good having you in here, Joker Voice, and uh, yep. great having everybody else. In, yes. uh, in the chat with us tonight. I love when people get in here and get engaged. It's a lot of fun. Thanks, Ro, for, for coming in. Yes. Um, oh, Dragon Buddy says, I love when she wins because I win too. <laughs> it's a is two that, for one. Is that true, Kelly? Does he does he get to play with, with the with the Stay Puff character too? <laughs> it's the mini Stay Puff, by the way. It's a mini Stay Puff. That's even better. <laughs> and it can go on her, their Christmas tree. Yeah, so, make sure you guys head over to uh, Scarif uh, mm-hmm. and uh, jump in on their stream. I know that they'll appreciate it as well. Yes. And uh, once again, if you're watching YouTube, please subscribe. We'd like to love to get that subscriber count up. And make sure you like it. And um, if you feel so inclined and you like what we do, uh, jump over to our Patreon and... Uh, Give us a little love over there, and there's uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of cool things you can get with uh, some bonus content and some uh, stickers and and uh, other swag and uh, just go out there and check out the tiers and see what uh, appeals to you and uh, help us out a little bit. But thanks everybody for listening, and uh, again thanks everybody in the chat room and uh, had a great time talking about Rogue One. And uh, make sure you hit up all of those fantastic Red 5 Network podcasts. And uh, we will see you next week. See you next week.